Hello, hello. Why is her screen gray? Uh, Hi, everybody. Happy 420. Happy 420. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. Uh, you are about to get highly educated with the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Catequeed and MJ. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts and their subsidiaries. Please note that we are not medical physicians or attorneys. Uh, and any information shared is based solely on our personal research and our knowledge. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to the show. Thanks for rolling up, showing up. Whoop, whoop. What's up, everybody? Oh, we got some comments. I was feeling that music. That's the feeding the ducks music. The feeding the ducks. Um, <laughs> like, can we get another, you know, what, what's the next track? Um, <laughs> Um, um, are you leaving your hair down, sir? Because that would be beautiful. Oh, no, I see you putting it up. <laughs> we can see you. You can't. Uh, and, and you can hear us, but we can't hear you. But if you have any questions while you're in the waiting room, just hit that uh, private chat button and we'll answer that. Uh, and we'll bring in in just a second. Our guest is in the in the house, in the green room. Uh, we have we have a uh, tree one for genetics uh, in the in the green room today. Uh, Jay, if you guys are uh, out in the St. Louis area, uh, out in the Missouri area, you probably already know Jay, and uh, you should be just as excited as we are to uh, hear what he has to say today and talk about some stuff. Super stoked. Um, but let's get let's get going into the show. We did the disclaimer. Uh, the show is brought to you, as always, by CQLC, Cannabis Consulting and Education. Uh, we are licensed to teach responsible vendor training in the state of Colorado, but really we could teach it at anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. Uh, just Colorado has a license for it, and we have that license. Uh, give us a call, 970-426-5985. We do hands-on training. If you need your team trained, we'll come in, we'll train them, we'll help you with SOPs, do all that stuff. Uh, the show is also brought to you uh, now and every day by Queen Kitty Seltzer. Queen Kitty Seltzer, pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. No sugar, no additives. We have, uh, we use uh, organic hemp and terpenes uh, profiles to create our flavors. Uh, pop this kitty, no yak in the back. It tastes like water because that's what water is supposed to taste like. We have a new flavor coming out in June. So definitely follow our socials on that front. Uh, you can go onto our Instagram and guess the flavor. You do not have to guess it right. You just guess, just put a guess in. And we'll put you into uh, a little fish bowl, and we'll pick out some a name, and we'll send a four pack. And you have to way. like and follow our. You have to like, uh, follow all that shit. Uh, you know all the things because that's how Come we on. will reach you. That's how we will reach you. We're taking Y'all know your how social media your works. Name, and uh, and that's how we will reach you. And if you are not friended, then we will go move yeah. forward with the next, to the next winner. To the next, because we have to be um, friends, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Y'all know how social media works. Likes, comments, shares, subscriptions, all of that stuff matters. So just just know that. Just know that all of that stuff, it matters for the algorithm. It helps get us to more people, lets more people see who we are. And then that helps get our product out there or our podcast out there. So if you guys see us, share us, we would be much appreciated. Um, and then uh, what else? Who else is sponsoring this show? Just us. It's most. It's just all us. 
Um, yes, um, um, our pop-up market is sponsored. <laughs> it's all us. You guys want to sponsor the show? Give us a holler. Um, so, uh, yeah, our pop-up market is June 15th. Uh, location to be announced, but you're going to love the location. And, and if you're in Denver and you're part of this community, you've been to this location, guaranteed. Guaranteed, you're going to love it. Um, we're going to have good food. We're going to have good eats there. We're going to have Elijah tribe there playing some music. It's going to be really dope. And, uh, I'm just nailing down the details, but I think we're going to have high league art doing live art, uh, and selling some of his prints and he's really into cats right now. So it's like super convenient. <laughs> oh, uh, which reminds me, my friend Kayla wants to take the little art nook. She wants to take the little vanity area and can't uh, have it. Oh, cause that's where okay. I'm nailing it down at. <laughs> But we can get her oh. a little art, uh, uh, art nook area. We can get her in a nice. Oh, area. I thought he was going to be down in a bigger area just because he's uh, going to be, he's not going to paint to the music. He's going to be painting to the music. Which is downstairs. Yeah, that's, that's where, that's where you're talking about, right? No, I'm talking about the little vanity oh. area up by the smoke room. Oh yeah. She can have that. By the poker room. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, you guys. We're talking about that's why I was like, <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, okay. No, no, she can have that. You can have whatever you want, Kayla. I take it back. Yeah, she's like, I'm coming anyway, but if I don't have to socialize and I can just do art instead while I'm <laughs> like while I'm there and <laughs> and medicate, she's like, yeah, I'm in. I was like, sweet, cool. Um, <laughs> I want to share this screen real quick. Uh, we're just moving through and we'll, we're going to bring our guests in just a minute. Uh, but uh, next, next, uh, there is some news out in New York. And uh, so I just wanted, how long is this? This is like uh, three minutes. Let's see. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how much of it we, we uh, need to play, but we'll, we'll play some of this. This is uh, from Flores, Flores Farms. Um, she's in New York. Uh, she, uh, I, I actually reached out to her because she actually does a really good job presenting the information and, um, and, and we need to know more about what's going on in New York. So let's share this screen right here and I have it at 12 seconds. So basically there's some things going on in New York and she's going to tell us what they are. Okay, here we go. If it plays, is it going to play? Uh, come on. Okay, not gonna play. Good, good for me. Sorry about that. No dead air here. Okay, here we go. A not so oh quick update gosh, on what's going so on in cannabis in New down. York. <laughs> Monday, May fifteenth, and shit went down last week. Okay, so basically, the government promised that they would open twenty stores every month starting in January. So there should be a hundred licensed cannabis stores open by now. However, I think our total count right now is at nine, and that is causing a major crisis across the industry. Last week, Card Coalition, which is a coalition of licensed equity license holders, sent a letter to the Office of Cannabis Management, uh, the Cannabis Control Board, and DASNY, the Dormitory uh, Authority of New York, saying that they are extremely frustrated with the way that the program is being rolled out. 
On the other side, the Cannabis Association of New York also wrote a letter from the farmers and processors saying that farmers are going bankrupt, that there are crop going bad, and that we need an emergency act to help them get their products to market because they were promised 100 shelves and there are only nine. There are farmers who risked everything this year thinking that they were going to be able to sell their products in stores around the state. But unfortunately, the uh, OCM and DASNY, we'll call them, uh, unfortunately have failed at bringing to market what they promised. The state was supposed to raise a $100 million fund, and then they were supposed to secure the leases for the dispensaries, for the equity partners, and then they were supposed to pay a million dollars for the payout of those dispensaries. So far, none of those funds have been raised, and the equity stores that have opened are not actually permanently opened. Uh, they are rush opened as a pop-up, and they'll need to close back down in order to be built out. That causes a million issues. I mean, imagine starting a business and then having to hire and fire all your staff. Um, the other thing is that DASNY hasn't actually signed 100 leases. As far as we know, they've only signed like less than 10. They had a full year to sign these leases and get these stores ready. So they are really just behind. I don't know what they're doing over there, but they're not doing their job. Um, so we have no funds raised, we have no store leases signed, um, and we have no equity stores actually open. And it's all on DASDI and the OCM because they are holding the line there. They aren't getting the job done that they promised. And now everybody throughout the entire industry in New York is getting hurt. So that's the update. If you care, it's a crazy industry. Hopefully we'll figure this out. <laughs> okay, so that th this is what happens. Wow. We vote, we vote for cannabis or they legalize cannabis. They make all these promises and they think, because it's true, that we're not paying attention because we're not. And nine stores when they're supposed to be 100 is, in, is insane. Right. What's the explanation of why they're, why they're, the licenses aren't out there and what's the holdup? You know, we know, we know what, what it comes down to yeah. is, um, you know, and, and, uh, and having the spaces to grow, you know, and then also these farm you know, the farmers that are, you know, right. You know, so, just... um, normally I don't, I don't do this, but I am actually going to bring our guest in on this conversation because he is, a cultivator, and I'm sure he has opinions about this bullshit. Uh, that was in New York. That's in New York. So, so that young lady, Flores Farms, does updates uh, from New York. Good afternoon, Jen. Invite all of Missouri mm -hmm. because we have Missouri in the house. Uh, mm -hmm. Without further ado, uh, we are going to bring in Jay from Tree One Four Genetics. Um, yay! Welcome, James. Hey, 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 hey. hey. How are you two doing today? We're fantastic. <laughs> How are you? Excellent. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's hot here today. A little How sticky. Can I ask? How can I ask? Yeah, I mean, it's if you've ever been here in the in the spring summer months, you'll never forget it. You know, it's never, like ever. it might only it might only be 85 degrees, but it's 73 percent humidity and it's, it's straight swamp. 
Look how straight and flat my hair is right now, Jay. I thought it was always like that. Take it all in because when I come to Missouri, <laughs> it gets a it gets a bit fluffier. <laughs> oh, I you, I'm not taking my hair down. Oh my God, it's it's a it's like a spider web nest up in there right now. It's. I saw you. I saw you like putting it up, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna leave it down. <laughs> No, 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 no. My buddy today was actually like, damn, Jay, your hair is getting long. And I was like, yeah, I should probably cut it, but I probably won't. <laughs> Why? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've only probably had four or five haircuts in the last 16 years. Nice. Uh, I want, I'm, I'm like, I'm waiting for like this. There's a little piece at the end that still has evidence of where I bleached my hair to get it to this color, but we don't bleach it anymore. And so okay. once that little That's piece good. is gone, I'm just gonna let it grow and grow and grow. Okay, okay. You gotta yeah, try to yeah. Go yeah, I love it. I love it. Um well, yeah, so, how's Colorado how's Colorado today? It was beautiful. It was spring beautiful. and uh we appreciate it finally because winter has been taking over. I was like, I don't know. I think it's getting gray outside my windows again. Oh, I can't yeah. tell because they're closed. Oh, you, it's going to snow. It's going to snow. Don't say it. Yeah. I am so mad about this snow this year. It'll oh. rain. It'll rain. It's going to be rain for all of us unless you're high elevation. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, even where I'm at, it'll still just be rain where I'm, cause I'm lower in the valley. So, yeah. yeah. Some of my friends are actually out skiing, snowboarding out in uh, A Basin today. Still. Yeah, they still, yeah, they run for, the, I think they're pushing to July. Yeah, yeah. That they, oh, you can always, uh, you can always ride uh, St. Mary's Glacier, too. There are people that will go, like, hike up there and ride um, and ski down uh, this little glacier. That's, that's, that's crazy. I can't, I, especially oh, yeah. me saying, me saying like, yeah, I can't, I can't. I, I can't, I can't ski. I can't snowboard. It's the wildest thing. I, I don't you understand. Stop it. Don't but you, but what? Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Until the end. We're going to hold it till the end. But I can't do Okay. All right. But hold on. Actually, you brought me in because you wanted me to say something about New York. Yes, about New York. Okay. So let's get, so, let, let, let's, we can get off topic for the next hour. Yes. But uh, here's, through my experience, Expect the worst to happen when it comes to the state saying they're going to do this and saying they're going to do that. You know, it's <clears throat> if you didn't expect how this was going to roll out, then you're living in a fairy tale. You know, this is the same. This has been the same situation in almost all 38 states. There has been some litigation hold up. There's been the government not living up to their word or a pay to play program that's run by MSOs and everything like that. And, you know, so it's like, does it suck for the businesses in New York? Yes. All right. But I think one of the things that uh, <clears throat> on the government side is they know as soon as that floodgate opens, that's the biggest market not only in the United States, but in the world. Yeah. And, and they are, <clears throat> they can sleep on it because they're like, we know when we open up that floodgate, all of you have just made generational wealth. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, well, yeah, because in a lot of places in New York too, it's going to be. I mean, that's where people go. That that's there's so much happening there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like this. All right, so like in most of the states that have rolled out, especially uh, if they've had medical and went to rec, or now just going straight rec. All right, is that you know even in Colorado at the start when rec passed. All right, mm-hmm. none of the locals. We're actually going to the dispensary, all right? The The market in Colorado in the beginning was really, truly based off of tourists and tourist dollars. The amount of people that came into the state just, just to go to a store finally and be able to do it, you know, right. like <clears throat> that first probably two and a half, three years, uh, you know, was really tourist driven. And then. <clears throat> well, then states around us started. Yeah, states right. around you know, passing, you know, Oklahoma pass. But the, the thing is, though, is that the the shift that I've seen personally with Colorado is that at first it was tourists and none of the actual like locals went to the store, you know, because at that point in time, there were thousands of people growing every day. You you already had a hookup before all of this was right. even going on. But and a lot what of people were also using the medical program, which was way yeah. cheaper. Way yeah. Great medical program, great medical products, great yeah. everything. And and, and of read. course they're trying to say that's almost phased out at this point in time in Colorado. It's almost completely, it's, it's almost impossible to find a medical store in Colorado. Well, unless you're in Colorado Springs. Yeah, yeah, because that's they, they won't allow they they just opened up rec so they don't i don't know if they have any stores up there yet no i don't think i, I actually don't think that they actually passed that in colorado springs i i think no they just did because i i work for oh, okay. um i work for a company and we definitely with them out there so okay yeah well i know that manitou springs is all has been rec Right. So that little niche right there within, because Manitou is basically Colorado Springs. It's just a right. couple of streets. You know, right. they've always had it. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, yeah, it's it's a sad thing because the, the medical but, program yeah. was great, you know. But now we're, we're here 2023. Now, not only are the tourists going to the dispensary, the locals are now. We're forcing yeah. some of us, you know, forced. Well, right, to, right. Yeah. Yeah. But let's say that there's still like a one to three percent of the market in Colorado is still in the traditional or they're growing medical for themselves. Right. You know? And it's exactly. such a small percentage that it doesn't even change the equation anymore. Right. Yeah, you that's know? what I'm about to do, too. I'm about to flip this room so that I could stop buying from these. You know, it's it's crazy. I was having this conversation the other night and it was like, man, five years ago, I knew over a hundred people growing in Colorado, you know, just throwing it down today. I know three. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is, is, is it becoming a lost art? No, uh, a great it's, question. It's, it's not becoming a lost art because you got to figure back, you know, if we go back then, most of the people that made the rush to Colorado really just did it to grow. Finally, you know, yeah. like a lot of growers that were set up that, you know, <clears throat> did a couple runs. It didn't pan out. Now they sold all their equipment, you yeah. know, so it's. 
it's not a lost art. I don't, I would not say that at this point in time, you know, there's still, I mean, in Missouri, we have 41,000 licensed home grows, 41,000, wow. you know, when I, when I think at the peak of our medical program, we had 160, maybe 160 plus thousand patients in the state and 41,000 of those were, you know, so it, the, the passion is still alive. The, the want to be able to produce for yourself is still present. So, you know, I, I don't see, yeah, I don't see this art ever dying. I actually think, honestly, in the last couple of years, you've seen things get pushed to, to new limits. You know, right. and now, you know, you have even the smallest grower has the potential to have a fully controlled room, static temperature, humidity, watering, everything like none of the none of the tools that we had when I first got into this and you were just like doing it on a whim and like, hey, it Which worked this way. What's up? Which was when? Uh, 1995. Mm hmm. You know, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been a minute, you know, it's yep. been a minute. So to go back to, you know, back then it was a completely different animal. You know, you, you, you really lived a, the pirate life. The, you were a hermit, you know, we didn't, we didn't have charcoal filters. We had noisy balances, hot lights. And, you know, it, 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 it took a level of dedication that isn't required today. And that's good because now you can do this legally in your house. You can, you, you know, you don't have to risk everything every second of the day to be able to provide for yourself. Right. No, I mean, there's, I feel like, um, you know, there's like the good and the, the bad of the um, legalization of it all. The good is that we, we can do that now. You know, we can like, we don't have to keep it a secret uh we can we can be open about it but um i think that well i'll let you speak on it a little bit more how do you feel about the cuz you you do genetics so how do you, how do you feel about just like people who just don't really know that much about how the genetics work in the plant um uh just just kind of like creating new stuff out there like just kind of like because i feel like there's a lot of that going on I'm, like, I'm gonna try my hand at this you know without really knowing you know i mean here's the deal is that when you know especially because you uh, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of people that buy seeds or buy clones or anything like that right now especially like when you're starting you're either going to buy seeds or you're going to buy clones and right uh, <clears throat> The key is, especially with new growers, is to give find them something that is easy to grow. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of a lot of different genetics that require more attention, different feeding cycles. You know, what I'm saying like, do I like the intense uh, intensity of being underneath the light or off to the corner? You know, because just just like cannabis is just like regular plants. You know, you have some actually like shade, don't want to be under intense light. Some want full sun all day. Like there's there, you can tell these categories because of where the genetics originate. 
you know, saying we go back to like, this is where we started, you know, saying so we go like, if you were in a grassy plain, you're going to be able to take full sun all day. If you were in a at high elevation, you know, saying like you're only getting certain amount of sun all day. If you were, you know, regional, you know, so they like, I like to, I dive deep into it because I, I think you almost have to at this point in time. You know, to actually make something stable that you can be confident to like not only put on the market, but that you're going to people are going to be successful with it, you know, and it's going to bring out uh, the best in what their ability is, you know, regardless if it's a beginner or an advanced cultivator that that I think is more of a key to genetics than chasing different names down, you know. Yes. Um, so. I know that you're you've been cultivating for a long time. What got you uh, into genetics and being like a provider of genetics? Like what? You know, that's a good question. Like I, I've always like I've always been a very anal about like genetics, growth, nug formation, everything. And I, I started doing breeding projects like 10, 12 years ago, 10, 11 years ago. And that's like after that, I got into the actual legal industry, working for grows and doing uh, consultations across the United States. And then when I came back a little bit before I came back, I was like, man, I, I know I need to pivot from doing this because I've always had this weird goal is that I wanted to grow enough weed that I could give it to everybody. Well, I realized I don't know. You know, I'll never be able to do that. But what I can do is <clears throat> I can use the things that I like that I personally enjoy and <clears throat> make new creations with those and get those out to everybody. So instead of me trying to give everybody weed here, I'm going to give you the seeds and then you guys can have the weed that I want to smoke, you know. So it was like I knew I needed to pivot from just growing flour and trying to to make it that way. Like I wanted to like, let's let's like die full stream in genetics. And that's kind of the yeah, that's when that started. And like I've actually found it that I have more fun with male plants than I do females at this point in time, because it's a whole it's a whole different category of of selection on that part right there you know because before i'm looking for this but now it's like oh i want this and then i need i need it to be this and that and i'm like okay okay all right now now you know it kind of like re reignited my fire because i mean you do something for as long as i've done it's uh you <clears throat> if you don't pivot it just gets old and repetitive mm -hmm. right yeah, I totally get that. Um, so, so uh, you said a lot of this and that. What, what thing, what types of things do you look for? Like, what's the, um, some of I don't know how much our audience knows or doesn't know about the male and female plant. Um, I have a picture of it always behind me on the wall. That you guys want to zoom in. Um, but how do you um, make a decision about um, which plants you're going to use to create your genetics so i you know one of my old friends that have been breeding forever you know he uh my first couple projects that i did with males that i never released uh 
picked like the first male that I saw and it was like, Oh man, this is great. This is, this is the one, you know? And <clears throat> my buddy's like, you don't need to use those. You know, he's like, cause he had been breeding for a few decades and he's like, man, when you're, when you're going for a male, you want to find the male that shows its flower last instead of the male that shows its sex first, because <clears throat> the male that shows last is going to have more female chromosomes within it. All right. Cause like if it's just a straight male with dominant male, this and that, it's just going to, you, you'll, you'll know it, you won't have to flip it in the flower. The thing will just start, it'll just start growing pods and throwing pollen and veg. So <clears throat> I took that and now I then went to structure. Am I getting lanky? Am I getting, what is my, what is my, uh, like node spacing, like growth patterns? Like how am I branching off of my branches so that it's like, I can, I can kind of see and trace back those, that lineage, you know what I'm saying? Cause you hardcore Afghanis and stuff like that have very short bracking, very, sh like very, robust short slow growth and more of what people would say like sativa and like what grows different all right stretch <laughs> like each branch will will stretch for light so you these are like little characteristics that i'm looking for <clears throat> to actually know which way these are going to go so, and of course, like stem rub, if you've got a male that's smelling, you know, and if you can get all of these things into the equation, you keep that, you know, because that's, that, that is something that you keep in the stable for years because not a lot of males, you know, are true studs. And I guess that is, that is true about life, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, you know, we've had, uh, you know, I've had friends who, you know, there's been oops moments where um, the, the, they, they, oops, this, this, this genetic was born and, um, uh, you know, and then they tried to recreate that, that oops, and it didn't work out, you know, and the, the, you know, that came from it, just, it wasn't you know, consistent. And so that's the problem with the oops is like not knowing, uh, you know, but also it can come up with some really cool things. Um, my question, I have a question about that and like the feminization of seeds. Before you ask that question, I just want to explain my reaction. We have a story in, uh, in the headlines and stuff of stories that we're doing talking about the classification of cannabis and and the sativa indica and hybrid of it all so i want to like hold on to that thought because when you said that i was like oh my gosh oh we're gonna oh, talk we'll, about this okay, that, we'll have that conversation but that that, yes. that is complete, that's complete nutter bullshit no no no, <laughs> no. None, of, none of that exists so that's 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 <laughs> yeah we, we'll talk we, about we, it yeah, yeah we talk but about this that is one. this is good and um go ahead i'm sorry mj for interrupting go ahead with your question uh, yeah, no worries. Um, so um, it, just in the sense of as you're, you know, when we talk about seeds and genetics and whatnot, um, when people are buying seeds or their intent to grow, um, there's this word feminization. Uh, the, these seeds are feminized. And to someone that may or you know, may not be in the, you know, what does that mean to them? How are they, how is it how is it dictated that these are going to, you know, and then they give a percentage rate of, um, you know, oh, it, 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 
we're going to say that there's a 90% rate that these will all be females. Um, or, and, and then also how people can tell whether they, you know, once they start growing, what they're getting or what they've got. So, I mean, here, like the feminized seeds, yes, like that, those are actually feminized and auto seeds are the two most popular seeds, the most, the highest selling seeds that are in the market right now. All right. Because most new growers have to deal with plant count. So if I'm dealing with plant count, I don't want to spend time growing males that aren't going to produce for me. You know, if I'm, if I'm cultivating just for myself. All right, so feminized seeds, uh, the correct way to do feminized seeds is there's a, there's a couple different sprays that uh, <clears throat> either use silver, colloidal silver. Okay, yeah. I was I always coming. have a problem saying that damn word. You I, know? Was coming. I was coming. <laughs> it was it was coming. And there's another there's a, like another uh, there's another process that you can use to do it. So what, what that's what that's going to do is you are going to now just how I said you found that stud male. All right. If you have that one female, that it's is just everything that you want it to be and it's like it passes stress test you can you can overfeed it underfeed it hit it with light you can have light leaks you know a, a truly strong female all right now if you want to preserve those like that particular like plant all right you can reverse it all right and most people reverse those pollinate itself and create an s1 of that particular plant and I think I mean, some of the best seeds I've ever popped were feminized. All right. But right now, I would have to say is that even in my own projects and some of the best breeders in the game, I, it doesn't matter. I've bought packs. I've run gear from from $20 packs to $500 packs. All right. And feminized seeds like feminized seeds are finicky. Uh, they they don't handle stress no matter how strong the the female is or the other plants that you're pollinating like they do have a higher tendency to <clears throat> produce a like a uh, stress herm uh, you know where a stress herm will produce a, a male sac drop pollen all right but there's there's a difference between a stress herm and a genet like a genetic herm all right, you can have some that are genetically hermaphrodites, and they will grow more like a cluster, like a male flower cluster, but on a female, you know, so that, that's, you can't run with those, you know, but I, I like feminized seeds, uh, there's feminized autos, I don't do autos, but I do, uh, I do do feminized, because with that selection, I, I really know what I'm passing, you know, even with, even with the male, you, you know what the male is going to do, but you don't know what the flower is going to look like. So I, I like doing feminized projects. It's a little bit of science. Uh, it's a different, uh, different, different process with spraying the plant down. Sometimes uh, there's a couple of different sprays. I personally use a Hybrix. Uh, you can look them up on Instagram. They have a one-time spray, spray the whole plant. And like 15 to 21 days later, your female is now a male temporarily. So it's about a six week transition. And then after that six weeks, that female will go back to being a female. 
Yeah, I think I'm I also learning also. something. I'm learning something today. <laughs> yeah, that was nothing new. Wow, that blew my mind. Um, so, so what else? What else we got going on? What What, what else is going to happen here? Um. <laughs> Okay, I, now you got me on a roll. Sorry, I, know, I, just, I, I, love was, it. I was out skating all day and then getting high. So now I'm sitting here getting high. And uh, so if I'm a little slow, it's okay. It's fine with me. All right. Um, Not slow. <laughs> so you are doing a project right now. Is that correct? Yes. Can you talk about it? So uh, right now... Uh, I've had a friend of mine who has been running some of my a couple strands for a little bit over a year now. Uh, it's four or five runs deep, and we've been selecting out uh, a straw. It's a strawberry, strawberries and cream crossed with uh, Z face. And if you don't, the Z face is Skittle Space off OG. And after the first run, we had got it narrowed down to like four of them that we were going to keep. And this one just kept standing out. So now we've got it down to the one. And even though it's strawberries and cream, Skittles face off, it is straight lemon pledge candy with, uh, if you're familiar with rainbow belts, rainbow belt snug structure. So wash is great. It is true lemon terpenes. What's, you know, it's beautiful. So that's been chosen to uh that's reversed at, at the moment and it is hitting the rainbow belts uh what else is it? it's getting the rainbow belts it's getting s1 it's getting uh sunset trop and it's getting uh one other mystery that i'm not going to talk about i'm not ready to release that one because i like to keep some back you know you can't release everything, you know, you got to have some type of exclusivity and something that's just, you know, for you, you know, that my theory, you know, like I have tons of shit that I've never released and I like running it because you get to find those hidden gems, things that nobody else can create. So then release those out in clone form and the people can enjoy the particular cut that we've selected. Awesome. Um, I'm, I'm working on my sound, everybody. I'm not sure what's going on with it today. Uh, apologies. Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay, good. Good. Um, okay, so uh, since we were kind of talking about it, there was, there's always, uh, every once in a while, there's like an article in the, in one of the magazines or on one of the ganja papers or whatever and it talks about how we should change the way we talk about cannabis yeah so we... that, so that made so that that created this whole conversation me and mj were having earlier today and it was like First of all, the article's in high times, and it doesn't really come up with new language. You know, the new languages use um, broad, broad leaf, narrow leaf, uh, use broad leaf or narrow leaf hemp, or broad leaf or narrow leaf, you know. So that's the conversation. You can't really talk to consumers about broad leaf and narrow leaf. 
No, because the, so like the indica sativa thing has been used as a, a marketing tool at this point in time. Right. And right. I, you know, it's, it's one of those topics that'll be so hard to change because even when you're trying to explain broadleaf versus narrow leaf, and I, I'll be honest with you, the best person that you could ever listen to talk about this a guy named Max Montrose. Uh, he used to be in Colorado. Now he's out in, uh, I believe, Oregon, uh, Tricome Institute. And the narrow versus broadleaf goes back to what I was talking about originally in the breeding selection. All right. Is because you, you broadleaf is what is mostly considered uh, the indica profile, indica feeling. And then the narrow leaf is more considered the sativa. And if you actually break it down, all cannabis is sativa. I don't care what anybody says. If you go to the scientific and you look up what the definition of sativa is, sativa is a fruit is a seed bearing crop. And that is exactly what cannabis is. Cannabis is a seed bearing crop, but we've just selected it and took all the seeds out. And we, we have changed a lot of what cannabis naturally is and, and would still be. Right. Just, yeah. So, yeah, because, well, I feel like because sometimes because people who don't know anything about creating new creations are creating these and they all, they all taste the same. They all look the same. They all feel the well, same. Because now, you know, and that's, and that's another, I'll talk about that after I answer the question, but they have made cannabis marketable in its presentation now you know what i'm saying and that's you know a lot of strands look the same uh, they have very very similar structure very similar effect just a slight difference of the taste you know everything's got a that that they want the cookie structure the gelato structure they that is that is what has is the face of cannabis right now and if we go back five years we go back even further you know saying like it, gorilla glue didn't look like that you know like a lot of these classic strands that that i've grown up on and even like ogs i love og cushions but ogs don't look like what and i hate to say this but an uneducated consumer is looking for you know they want like the consumer now wants hard, dense, purple, dark, you know, with a little bit of a, a fruit taste. You know, the the term gas gets used incorrectly uh, a, a lot. You know, saying true gas is that OG, that diesel, the, that fuely earth, funk, pine. You know, like, that's gas. You know, not. Not a uh, you know him you know the dog walker like I like that's when when I hear that term gas that's what I'm thinking about I'm not thinking about you know anything that just smells right now you know if it's got a smell oh it's gas it's no it's, yeah it's, no that's not the no so that no, it's, so it's, it's the new word. fire is that the new fire word like right fire. you know gas, yes. whatever whatever you want to call it. You know, like I, we get, yeah, that's a whole different. So that's a whole different. So, <laughs> but, 
you know, it's just, it's so weird. Is that like when I, so when I was growing a lot of, you know, we talk about this skunk terpene. All right. And everybody talks about the Holy grail of skunk and yes. Okay. Like I was alive from when we basically went from brick weed to skunk. All right. And that's, that's how it went. Skunk came, you know, is what the, the end of brick came to skunk. And there were a couple strands that had that skunk like roadkill, like there was, but the term got used for everything that smelled back then. You know, if you had weed that smelled in the late eighties, early nineties, it was called skunk. All right. So we went from brick to skunk. Then the skunk became kind. Then from. Uh Oh, do we, uh, we, that's when the names really started making a, the appearance and people started talking about, Oh, we want, we're looking for this. We're looking for that. And today it's just flower. Uh, Oh, I just got flour, you know. Well, I got uh, that was part of the discussion oh, that so we were having is that um, now we have more cannabis consumers that are not like from the old people, you know. Right. But what's really crazy so- though is that if we look at the numbers, all right, over the last like seven years into present. The fastest growing demographic of new cannabis users is 50 to 65. That that age range right there, which was actually around during this whole entire transition in the beginning of the the cannabis culture and everything like that. Those are that's the fastest growing group. And they may basically aren't even looking for flour. That is that is the demographic that is like the topicals, the gummies. They they want something other than flour because they've spent their so they spent their whole life being anti-smoking weed probably and haven't really smoked weed and but took pharmaceuticals and all of these things. So eating an edible is the same process of taking a pill. You know, it's the same. You, you know, so and. <clears throat> So it's so it's funny that they, that that market doesn't know the actual history that they were actually alive and in their prime during. Right, and and so and so I, that's like how do we change the language when the people using the language aren't the part of the culture and don't and aren't educated aren't educated about like. That part, you know, like this hybrid is kind of wrong. Well, I mean, at this point in time, all cannabis is hybrid. There's very, there's very, very small numbers of true, true narrow leaf, true broad leaf that make it to market anymore because those, for one, aren't the easiest plants to grow. For two, they're not, they, they don't produce, like, the narrow will produce a lot. But the broadleaf plants, true broadleaf, indica, like Hindu Kushes and all of those plants don't produce. Like LA Coffee did, like LA Coffee doesn't produce, LA Affy. None of these are large producers. So you're in a market now that is driven by large cultivations. Large cultivations aren't going to, to grow things that don't produce, you know, because that's that's where we're at. 
So that's the importance of still home growing, you know. Like, I love those little things, you know. You would spend two, you know, sometimes I would spend two and a half, two and a half, three months of veg to flip a plant that would still only give me two ounces, uh, you know. But it's that two ounces is is gold, you know. It's, it's yeah, because it has everything, those, those that has everything that I'm looking for, you know, it's got the, it's got the terpene profile, it's got THC, it's got CBD, CBN, these like that, that broad leaf squatty plant covers that full, that, that full expression that I'm looking for the entourage effect, you know, like where you take a hit and you, you're like, okay, like I, uh, I feel, I feel that like that instant head body change, like that's, that's yeah that's what i personally enjoy this fruity stuff doesn't do it for me i also enjoy that <laughs> but now the fruity stuff i okay I, I will say like this new sweeter fruity stuff it might not be the best strongest flower but it does make great concentrates and the concent mm-hmm. I, I think before too long concentrates will take over the, the role of flowers we're already seeing it happening. You're seeing the um, seeing more people buying concentrates, having because it's so convenient, right? You have a little pen. Yeah, it's, it's and, and see that's that's the thing right there. It's convenient, right? Conveniency is the driver behind the legal market right now. And every state, you know, it's convenient. You know, you're no longer on your friend's time schedule. You know, you, you know, saying like, even though it'll be cheaper to go see your friend, all right, you'll pay the extra five, 10, 15, 20 bucks for the convenience of your own time. And that is, that is a very, that's that. Yeah. Like, you you know, there's people you might talk to and, and you, that you've gotten weed from for 20 years or they've gotten weed from you for 20 years or a year or whatever. Once the market opens up, convenience takes over. You know, it's it's I want convenience. I, you know, and I know this is bad. Like I like if I go buy some edibles, I want to know how strong they are. I don't want to like guess. Yeah. Like how. Hey, you know, these are 50 mil. No, they're 200. You know, like I, you know, so I, I see both sides of the coin, you know, like. Yeah, I see both sides of the coin you know, on that on that particular topic right there. Yeah, I think, too, that people that didn't purchase weed before will purchase it now that it's legal, and they're going to purchase it in a store, purchase it at that convenience. Right. You know, because yeah, cause here's the deal is that, like, my, my dad, my dad only eats edibles. He loves edibles. All right. And, like, sometimes his friends will make some edibles and give them to him, and he has no idea how strong they are. And then he'll go to the store. And he's just like, oh, he's like, okay, I need a thousand mils of this, a thousand mils of that. And like the, yeah, he's, a, yeah. One day, everybody will meet Tom. Yeah, he's a wild man when it comes to the edibles. But he, <laughs> he doesn't like to eat the ones he makes and gets from his friends because they're just too strong. So knowing your dosage, you know, is, is key. Cause like the last thing you want to do is give some like a first time user, a hundred mil edible. No, they'll, they'll never eat that again. 
You know, you you gotta you gotta work people in slowly. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Um, I made cupcakes and people were high for three days one time. So <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I stopped eating them for a while because I was like, man, like that shit fucks me up. And I, I smoke flour all day. It doesn't matter. I get edible. I am like. That's it, usually forty-five oh, minutes. Unless I'm, I'm ready to take a nap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm taking a nap. I'm taking like a six and a half hour nap. <laughs> but don't because don't you have the opposite problem? I don't necessarily like um, it have an effect. It, it's just like eating a snack, and so for me. Um, I have found that the I, I just have to have a higher milligram dosage, and then it is just nap time, and it's not. Um, and so it's not what I'm consuming cannabis for. I need, you know, the opposite effect. I need the energy effect, and not the like go to sleep effect. You know, so I feel like a lot of patients that I've worked with, they're using edibles to get through sleep and and whatnot. So, um, yeah, you actually have a a. Your metabolism and the way you metabolize it is completely different than, say, me or somebody that it affects on a, like, <clears throat> you need it to spike, you need it to keep going. You're, you're like, it's like, it charges you when you eat edible, probably, right? Um, I don't, I don't have any, you know, necessary, like, oh, this is changing my world it just it's like eating just a, a snack or you know so oh that or again i have to consume so much it's just go to sleep so. yeah you know my i was i was over at a friend of mine's house and they this company over in illinois released a new edible called laugh and they're saying that it is a full-on sativa made edible and if you read the comments, the comments, are like the reviews about it, are like, everybody's like, oh, my God, they really do make you laugh. And like my buddy's dad and his buddy like went over to get some and they were like, man, these are just the best things. And they're little five milligrams, you know, and these guys are 65, 70 years old. And like they're like they're like, yeah, they're they're all they're all making trips over to get these things now because it's the right dose for them you know what i'm saying and, and like they're they're loving it like i you know i i would be i would get some but i can't do sativas or that i can't do that that type of effect the yeah. if i'm so high paced that it it makes my heart palpate i start freaking out you know like that 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 doesn't work for me Am I getting? I think I lost. Uh, I didn't. We can't. I didn't hear you either. Oh shoot! It's me. I muted my mic. I don't know what happened. Um, oh. Okay. So uh, there is feedback on your end, Jay. So I'm just gonna mute for like you're not talking, just so that there's not that feedback. But whenever you, whenever you are talking, that I'll like I'll be paying. Okay. So, um, so, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. What was I saying? 
Um, I'm going to go somewhere in the realm of what edibles sativa or like how edibles drive for you. Yeah, I, oh, I was going to say, like, do you think that it's a little bit of a placebo effect too? Because they call them laugh and then people are like, I expect that. And so then they take it and then they do. Or, or is it the right combination of cannabinoids and whatever, you know, their, their ingredients are? It's probably the combination of the two. It's the, it's a, I'd say it's the combination of the two. There's definitely the placebo, you know, because they're directing the energy and the intention of what their product is supposed to do. All right. So they're starting that they're starting before you even open it up. But like as soon as you see it, like that is the initial intention behind it. So now when you ingest that, you are going to have that energy and you're going to have that push down the path to actually laugh, you know, and especially on such a small dosage of five mil, five mil, five milligram dosage is a small dosage, you know, so it's. Definitely a combination of the two. Yeah. I would say uh, that's in the, that would be in the, that would be in the realm of, of, of like maybe like close to a microdose. I would say 2.5 is more closer to a microdose, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty low dose and just enough uh, to, to give you what you need without being too much. I think for a majority of people. Yeah, like a supplemental, like it supplements your diet. You throw it in there with your daily, you know, supplements. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's, you know, there's a big difference between use and abuse. Right. Use, you know, use is very beneficial. Use is, you know, usage is great, you know. It's abusing it and not even knowing that you're abusing it, you know, trying, you know, trying to go past what your actual like body limits are is, is abusing something, you know? And it's, and it's absolutely positive with our possible cannabis people because um, cannabis is such a safe drug uh, or plant. I, I don't even, I, you know, I guess if you're using it as a drug, um, but, but there is, you can abuse this, this, uh, this plant, you can, uh, it can affect your life negatively. You could not be doing the work that you need to be doing. It could be further depressing you. It could be, but also, you know, it's one of the most helpful plants medicinally, um, that we have available to us. It's, it's at the top of the list. So. Yeah, I believe, I believe this, I believe that regard there, if you are drawn to cannabis and your body and like you actually you like need it and you'll know you need it, you know, after you've tried it for the first time or second time, you know, and like you'll instantly know if you don't need it when you've tried it the first time and second time. You know, I know I have I have a bunch of friends where it's just not for them. It doesn't make them feel right. You know, and everybody, you know, so I think you gravitate towards the things that you're going to, that you actually need in your life, you know, especially in your body and what you're doing, you know, and then that's where the the use and abuse thing comes, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I like to consume, but I don't, I think at my age now, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like, smoke a half ounce in 20 minutes anymore you know like i i i I like to i like to celebrate it more than just 
consume all day. You know, to me, it's more of a celebration at this point in time. I like, I, I've, I'm still here, you know, so I, I need to embrace that. You know? yes. Oh, that her screen going black means that it is 420 on the West Coast. So light them if you got them, everybody, because happy 420. Oh, happy 420. shit. <clears throat> yeah, I'm yeah. off as well. So, yay. All right. All right. You oh, said wow. you said at my age I wouldn't smoke this much and just, you know, be. um I've told this story before, but I walked into an event one time and this man looked at me and said, Do you want to do the bong race? And I said, Sir, I'm 46 years old. I'm not racing on a bong. Like I'm not, I'm not seeing how fast I can load this and smoke this. I don't need to be the world champion of how quickly that can be done. I'm going to enjoy my cannabis. I'll watch now, someone was, else do was, it though. You know, if I was 22, I'd be oh, dude, I, I'd be racing. I'd be full throttle. You know, I, you know, but I, I, I'm not 23 anymore. You know, and I, you know yeah. But you, so, okay, segue. So, so because you blow my mind sometimes. I just, oh, my God. I Instagram, like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, he blows my mind because, first of all, the plants that are produced from his genetics are absolutely beautiful and, and amazing. They're they're crystal their snow they're just they're just the some of the most beautiful plants i've ever seen thank but you also, you're very welcome you're very welcome you really gotta thank the people that are actually the people that are growing these in their garden i thank them because that, that's that's none of it's possible without their love and attention that they're putting into it and their belief that they know they, like they they trust in my judgment and they believe in my work you know so it really it really it's a it's a it's a hats off to to everybody that's got it in their garden at this point in time like that's 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 uh yeah that means a lot to me i love that um yeah shout out to all those growers out there that are um growing these genetics because they're they're coming out amazing oh they're coming out swinging i, oh. I dig it um so, uh, but you, you said, so we, we had a reaction at the beginning of the show, uh, to you, to, to something you said. And then you just said also that you're, you're, you're not in your twenties anymore. No. Mm -mm. But one of your hobbies is a young man's hobby. Well, you know, the, the, you gotta do, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it, it's. I, I was, I mean, yeah, the fact I, I was out today, you know, but, uh, yeah, I like to go very fast on a piece of wood and four wheels down roads that people drive. I, I, I don't know why, but it's, uh, it's one of the weirdest things that brings, uh, peace to, and puts me like in the moment that I do. So I, 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 
I credit it for keeping me young at, at heart. And, I mean, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, that's why I The weirdest thing is that I, I am comfortable at 50 miles per hour on the, on a road, but skiing and snowboarding scares that. the shit out of me. You know, it scares the shit out of me. But it was like when I when I was young, I I got a snowboard like right when snowboards started coming out, and and like I got one for Christmas. I uh, a core memory. We just have. Oh no, you know this is one of those that stick with you. This story right here is absolutely fabulous. So I get this snowboard for Christmas. the school across the street from my house had this big giant hill that we always would sled on. That was like, that was where like everybody in my community would go sled. And it happened to snow on Christmas, you know? So that I was, I was like, I'm going, I'm going snowboarding over at the, you know, at the school. And I go over the, I go over, I'm having fun. It's great. I got nobody's there yet. And then some people show up, me and this little kid on a, on an inner tube collide. I literally tear every ligament in my knee and I'm now hobbling back to the house using the, and, uh, when I got back to the house, oh, this, this is the best part of the story is that, uh, my mom and my stepdad had to take me to took me to the emergency room, you know. And on the way to the emergency room, he's my stepdad goes, "Man, when we get when we get there, start screaming, all right." He's like, "They'll, they'll get us right in," you know. And he's like, "I'm gonna." He said something, and I was like, "Man, shut!" I was in so much pain. I was like, "Oh, shut up!" But when we get there, I'm pulling myself out of the car, and like. The thing about my my stepdad, my mom, like they they would lock the doors on the car instantly. You know, as soon as the door opened and they were getting out, they were locking it because we didn't have you didn't have remotes to lock it back then. So my stepdad slams the car door on my hand and now I'm sitting there screaming bloody murder. (laughs) And and, uh yeah, it takes a second to get it unlocked. I'm screaming like we're at like a Catholic, like a Catholic uh, hospital. So I'm screaming. The priest comes out. They bring a gurney, like everything. Like they start freaking out because it, so it actually worked. They got me in real quick, but damn, it hurt. You know, so it scarred me from snowboarding more than snowboarding itself. That's the scar, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's traumatic. Yeah, that's not no. <laughs> like no. Yeah, <laughs> but I will downhill mind. skateboard yes. on a road on uh, pavement. What's the fastest you've ever? What's the fastest you've gone? Or sixty, go? 60 miles per hour. And that was actually out in Colorado, uh, Squall Pass. I was gonna say there's a um, uh, it's called. Um, it's right it's i don't even know what it's called now now i'm blanking it but um jess has given someone a ride up to for them and followed them down and recorded the whole like 
how yeah. how old how old were you when if you don't mind? How old were you when you started doing this? Uh I was actually 38. <laughs> so yeah, 38. I uh I met these two guys and we were they were like doing paddleboard lessons and uh doing like long distance pushing and skating like 10, 20 miles like in a row. Like uh, it, I didn't enjoy that part. But uh <clears throat> I I got a board and I started like we started doing hills and I was like, man, I was like, there's it's that moment is in that that's like, okay, nothing else matters. Like the, like right here, right now, the cell phone doesn't matter. The outside world doesn't matter. And it's, it's amazing that it's like now I've been doing it for this long. It's literally like I'm calm. Like I like my breathing's not rushed, my heart rate's not high, but I'm in like one of the most chaotic situations that you can actually put yourself in. You know, you know, I yeah, yeah. If you saw the videos, really, like the 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 videos that would really freak people out is somebody when you see how close the car behind you is. You know, like you like, so it's like, this is like a two man, this is like a two person operation here, you know, to actually film, to actually film it is that you better trust whoever is in the car behind you, you know, and luckily I, I trust my buddy and he trusts me, you know, so it's, but yeah, we're, we're within less than 10 feet. So if I'm doing 50, the car is doing 50 behind me and he's so close he can't see the skateboard what no (laughs) absolutely but if you want that footage you want to you you gotta you gotta you gotta get it you know it but it's but it's that same aspect in every like situation you know like if you're not willing to do it you will never know You've got to, to, you've got to, you've got to treat everything like that. You know, you got to have that as, as part of your, your mind state, you know, in, in, in any project that you're doing, any work that you're doing, you know, you, if you're not willing to, to do it 100%, don't fucking waste your time. And I've kind of had that attitude with everything I do. I well, know. almost everything that I do. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a whole shitload of things that I'm not great at that like I know I can be better but knowing that I can be better means that I acknowledge it and I'm willing to learn you know um, now we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back would you rather we're not going anywhere I'm just going to tell you about our product basically this show is brought to you by Queen Kitty Seltzer. I'm going to mute you real quick, Jay. Okay. I'm... Oh. Take a quick five minutes anyway. I mean, I need like maybe three minutes. But take, go take a little <laughs> break. We'll, we'll come back. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll be right here. <laughs> okay. Um, this show is uh, brought to you by Queen Kitty Seltzer. Pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. Uh, you know you want to. 
this water tastes like water. It does have 10 milligrams of CBD. We have a uh, nearly naked bubblegum burst and lemon kiss available right now. But in June, we are releasing our new flavor. Do you want to know what it is? I bet you do. Go guess on our Instagram page, Queen Kitty Seltzer. Uh, with, with the guests, you can put in, get put into a little fishbowl <laughs> and, um, we might draw your name out of it. And then you would get four of our cans, one of each flavor. You get to try them all. So there are only a few States that we cannot, um, send to. So keep that in mind and, um, yeah, we'll work on shipping. So, uh, Queen Kitty Seltzer, pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. Let me show you the, the flyer. This is super professional. There's no THC, no sugar, no sweeteners, no yak in the back. It tastes like water because that's what water is supposed to taste like. Organically grown hemp and natural botanical flavors. This show is also brought to you by CQ LLC. CQ LLC, uh, we do cannabis uh, consulting and education. We are... Uh, we are certified. Sorry, the word slipped my brain. <laughs> it was that 420 celebration. Uh, we are certified to teach responsible vendor training in the state of Colorado, 970-426-5985. We also help you do hands-on staff training. If you want us to come in and help you with your SOPs, et cetera, give us a call, uh, 970-426-5985. Uh, this show is on every Wednesday, 420 Mountain Standard Time. So come check us out. 420 Mountain Standard Time, that's 520 Central. That's 620 on the East Coast. And that is 320 um, on the West Coast. And that is 1220 in Hawaii, Hawaii time. Um, don't forget that May is uh, coming. <laughs> May is National Masturbation Month. So take, treat yourself. Make, be nice to yourself. Take, take care of yourself. Take yes. care of you. Uh, <laughs> we are having a party for our flavor launch. Uh, so that's on June 15th from 4 to, four to, from four to 7. Uh, you can uh, check out our solo link, solo.to slash cannabis, nope, slash Queen Kitty Seltzer. <laughs> um <laughs> And check that Eventbrite link, and that's got the link to the party on it. Uh, we're also still looking for vendors to table, to sponsor, and um, maybe if you wanted to send a brand ambassador, you could totally do that as well. You can reach out to us at queenkittyllp at gmail.com. Um, today, we have on the show Tree One Four Genetics. Uh, we have Jay from Tree One Four Genetics. So um, holler if you're loving this show, because I certainly am. We're having a real good time. Um, and don't forget to go check out our Instagram page where um, you can guess the flavor and be put into a little fishbowl to maybe perhaps get a four pack for you um, yourself that you can enjoy. <laughs> don't worry. We still have more Jay to come and you can watch it on the playback too. Don't forget that. Um, well, you know, I still have to post a few and I apologize for, for not having done that yet. Um, but, uh, don't forget, we do, um, have our show available after the show on Spotify, Google podcasts, and Apple podcasts as well. Um, you can probably still catch the video on, on YouTube and, um, Twitch. Um, I think it stays up for three videos and then Facebook live as well. So if you wanted to watch our pretty faces, you totally could, but if you just wanted to pop us in your ear while you're, you know, cleaning the bathtub, which I, I said today was like one of the worst chores ever because of the awkwardness of it. It's not even because it's hard, but, but also, 
I said, and I quote, uh, because you said, well, first you said you actually have to, to like wash your bathtub. You can't just spray water on it. And I said, yeah, like your butthole. You You actually have to, water cannot just run over it. Not just water. You just, you got to wash it. Um, So I thought you guys would enjoy that. And so that's why I repeated it here on the air just for you. Um, Cause I love you guys. Anyways, join us on our discord if you want to. So check out, check us out solo.to slash canvas closet 420. That's where you can find all of our solos as well. And so you can just like catch us on there. Oh, anyways. Okay. Are we back? We're back. Welcome back. <laughs> Downward dog. Yes. <laughs> Left. And then we came back. How are you doing today? I'm good. All right. So I am going to lose power here in about seven, eight minutes. All right. While I'm on, while you have me on, all right, I've got a question. What do you think about that? All right. So my question is, what what was that moment that the two of you knew this is what you had to do? This your, your your CBD your CBD drink, your consulting and and this podcast right now. Like, what was it that what was it that clicked one day that it was like this is this is what we're gonna do? Like, the two of you had to sit down and come up with this. You know, like how did this banter of the minds actually start? I'm I'm first. <laughs> um. So CQLC is um, because uh, I, first of all, I, I like to have multiple streams of revenue. Um, so, 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 so I do. Um, <laughs> and, um, and so, so CQLC is built um, off of the um, desire. This is a great question. Off of the desire um, to educate uh, others about cannabis, because I think it's so important. I think it's so important in the workforce, but I also think it's so important as a consumer to like really know more about what you're consuming. And so um, I, prior to, to CQLC, I was working um, in education and I said, well, I still want to do that. And then I partnered with a company, um, Greenflower Media, Holler, um, to, to uh, provide responsible vendor training. So that's where that was kind of born. And then um, the the podcast actually led to the seltzer. So um, I <laughs> I want I wanted and still want to do to do a, a podcast that talked about things that were not comfortable to always talk about. And um, for this for this specific podcast, I said, I want that, you know, obviously I want that to be cannabis because I want to educate in cannabis. And so then I wanted to just like reach others about it. And so that's why we come on here and we rant and rave about like, um, you know, the the Missouri uh, adult use bill and and uh, Amendment three and. Um, you know, what's going on in New York and, and this is another recall and what can we do better? And so that's kind of where that was born from. I didn't want to really do it by myself. So I just been friends with uh, Megan for over a decade. And I was like, yo, you want to, you want to do this with me? And, um, and then that, this is the short story, you guys. And then that, (laughs) 
<laughs> and then that led to we did we we were actually in Kansas City and in St. Louis. It was uh, one of the first times that um, I had come out to visit um, outside of like doing a class and leaving. And um, and and uh, uh, Josh approached us, liked what we were about, liked what we wanted to talk about, the education piece and the kind of passion behind it. And um, and so he was like, if you ever want to put your face on a can. And so <laughs> that we talked about it for like six months. Right. We talked about it. And then finally, like we we're like, well, let's raise. the." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was I feel like it was almost six months, but maybe longer than three, less than six. But then we came up with the investment, the initial investment money. And, um, and we, we also put a little piece of education on every single queen kitty can. So, um, if you get a lemon kiss, you're going to get a little blurb about, uh, cannabinoids. If you get, um, the bubblegum burst, you're going to get a little blurb about terpenes. If you get the, um, nearly naked, you're going to get a little blurb about your endocannabinoid system, which makes sense because nakedness anyways, um, and then if you get the new flavor, we actually um, kind of steered away from the cannabis knowledge and um, we dedicated this can to um, uh, bring awareness to violence against women. So that's that's my short story of of why I why I do it and, and why I also like chose to do it with her because she's my platonic life partner. So we're just, yeah, so, <laughs> we started, yeah, we started with the education um, connection and really like the actual, actually it was like the love of the plant, yeah the excitement for the industry and the direction everything was going in terms of education and then uh, you know and and that's how we met and that's how we connected and um in the original and it you know but it was years like that you know we were just facebook connected or you know and um and and but with that conversations here and there um became more and more frequent and then you know and then it was like well you talked about the podcast and we're just talking about it. I was like you should do this and not you you could do that and you're like uh I'm only gonna ask once <laughs> you want to do this with me and and that's uh and, and from there it just it really has become uh you know continued focus on what's going on in the industry the dissatisfaction that we're seeing when we love this plant so much when we, you know, and, and continuing to want to fight for that, but also like watching it just get abused. <laughs> On all levels, you know, it, it's, you know, well, first and foremost, I, I commend you to, I wish you both like the most success. Don't, don't stop what you're doing. You know, I know that this is, you've been at it for a while, but this is still just the start, you know, and like, I genuinely wish you the best. I really thank both of you for allowing me to come on and run my mouth for an hour and 25 minutes. And, but I, I love the, I love what you two are doing and raising awareness and putting out educational things for people is important, especially in a, in a mudded industry where the marketing is not really geared towards education. You know, it's geared towards, you know, 
fancy fancy pictures cartoon images and things like that that will all change and be taken away once we go federal legal everything will have to be as clean cut as possible so like right now like i and and i think it when it gets to that point that's when you're gonna have actually more education on it you know and you're gonna have to market yourself on a, a completely different level so it'll actually change in that aspect but i think it'll also have some terrible ramifications just like we've seen in almost every single thing well i got sometimes i can't see these little questions says do not <laughs> start like yeah i mean it, I think, you know, it, it's not just in cannabis, education on, on all levels and all fronts, you know, I, I think is really the the key of how you, you make your village whole, you know, and I think we're in a day and age where like even the truth isn't even believable, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard to convey, convey messages until the message ha- is in dire need of being addressed you know and luckily over the you know since the beginning of medical and being able to actually test and like private people doing these tests and figuring out the terpene and cannabinoid and how all of these things actually truly work we go back to old that's that's ayurvedic medicine you know that now they're actually doing like true studies because we can actually figure out and that's one of the things that like in my upcoming breeding projects i'm going to really steer clear of growth rate i'm going to steer clear of production and focus on actual data you know like how am i going to create more mercy how am i going to create more limonene this plant might not be great but it has extremely high levels of cbn cbg and a terpene profile that is unmatched so that's more important to to pull and actually like start gearing cannabis and breeding projects and genetics to medical uses you know like hey we're gonna pull this out and like i think honestly the the hemp and the cpd plants is really what's what pushed that initial like in investment into studying into knowing you know like you have you know mass breeding projects to isolate specific cannabinoids and terpenes and and not just THC. That that number gets that that number is so muted. So I got two percent. All right, before I run out here. Yeah, that, that, that number is so muted and actually truly means nothing because cannabis by uh, THC and THCA by itself won't do anything to the body. Will have zero effect if it doesn't have any of the other cannabinoids with it and terpenes. You know, mm-hmm. so we used to call this stuff pretendica. You know, because it looked great. It was everything, but it it was it did nothing, you know, so. Yeah, so it's things like this and the message that you two are trying to like are pushing out there that only help, you know, so it's, it's important what you're doing. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on. It's, uh, I'm going to mute you real quick. Um, Try not to lose you. It's underscore tree, the word tree, the number one, the word four. So it's underscore tree one four underscore. Underscore tree, the number one, 
the word for underscore is where you can find him on Instagram. He's doing a lot of amazing things. Uh, and you can also catch the skate videos, which are fucking epic, but scare the shit out of me. So <laughs> because I worry for your safety, Jay. <laughs> if it's my day, it's my day. I feel you. You know, that that's it. It, you know, you can pull out of the driveway. It could happen. You know, I, 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 I try my best to not live in fear of the things that stand in front of me. Well, I, I love that attitude. And thank you for the inspiration. Well, thank you, too. I hope the rest of the podcast is great. You two just talk a little bit more shit. But I have got to bounce out. Thank you, everybody that tuned in. Uh, this was fun. And uh, we will definitely do this again. Yes, please. Yes, please. Thank you so much. Yes. Jay was amazing. (laughs) It was everything. Thank you so much. That was so great. Um, There was a little bit of feedback on that. So apologies for the sound, but the the conversation was absolutely on point. Amazing. Were you able to pull any of the videos from his? uh, his, I didn't. uh, You might have just uh, fallen in love. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I didn't pull a video. I could maybe pull up his Instagram and try to find one, but, um, basically I'll, I'll make sure we have one for definitely the next show. Maybe I'll like enter the next show with a J, uh, downhill skating video. Post one to our, our page and, and we'll everyone post go one to check our it page. out there. We'll share yeah. it to our page or to our, to our story. So follow us on Instagram. Uh, cannabis closet 420 is where you can find us. Um, uh, Jay, Jay is such a, a cool dude. I've, I've taught him a, a few times. Um, so, uh, yeah, just like, I, I, I can't say enough good things about him. He's very smart. Obviously you guys there's, I mean, we didn't even have to prompt him. He just went. And that was amazing. Yeah. There, <laughs> when he started talking, listen, when he ended his, the conversation with, um, with how THC alone is not the, what you should be looking for. Like, what, <laughs> why are you reading my mind right now, man? Right. <laughs> like, right. I, should, right. I just, I love it. I love it so much. Um, so, um, talk terpy to me. Talk terpy to me. We need to make a shirt that says that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, underscore the word tree, the number one, the word for underscore always rep in st louis over here because we love y'all so much i know um, and, and y'all got some dedicated motherfuckers that have been doing it since the old school like since the day one like yeah they've been doing it since they could put a seed in the dirt i mean i got several friends out in st louis and they they just been doing the thing since the beginning um well okay i'm gonna need you to send me an email because we actually, we need, we need to uh, thank you. Just send me an email. Send me, Queen yeah, I was just, I have an email Queen ready to go to another company at gmail.com. Or you could hit us in the, in the, you could hit us in, in the messages of this, of this podcast. We'll get it. Um, his, his yeah, the, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And he's working on a project. Um, as well. And I love that, like, focus on science. Um, and, and just that, like, 
that like passion for the plant, right? That's such, yes. that's so much like you don't know that much about the plant unless you love what you're doing and love wow. like the interaction that you're having. And it's just, it's absolutely amazing. Um, it's yeah. Uh, he's, he's amazing. So you guys go definitely go follow him. Um, and also go follow us. <laughs> why aren't you following us? <laughs> why are you following us? Why aren't you following me? <laughs> like, why aren't you sharing us? Why aren't you sharing? If, if you like something also hit the share. Button. Yes. Like it, share it, comment like on it. It's going to help build it. algorithm. And also we'll do that for you. If we see that you're promoting something on your page. Um, I did, I did went, I did, I did went, I did go through <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I did go through uh, Queen Kitty uh, Instagram and followed a few uh, people that we definitely know or et cetera. Um, so like, no, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so, <laughs> so I did that today. Um, we've been trying to post more often. We do have that party on June 15th. So tell your friends. Um, we are accepting sponsorships and brand ambassador appearances uh, for your company and tabling too. Um, but if you're not able to make it for some reason, you want to be repped um, at this event, then just, you know, let's, let's talk about sponsorship. Um, we can definitely make that happen. Um, so that's happening. Um, we didn't get to the, would you rather with Jay, which would have been really fun. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Oh. That's, you know, that's what batteries do. They die. Exactly. Okay. I was just happy to have him on. So, um, so yay. Holler. Um, okay. So the would you rathers today? Um, so we didn't do, um, uh, our history today either. Um, so let's do that. Actually, let's just real quick do that. Um, you know, I don't want to rush it, but also, you know, we're going to do that. Um, so let me see if I can share this. I'm certain I can. Guys, thanks for sticking with us. We really appreciate you guys coming out um, to the show, rolling up and showing up. Um, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. So let's do a little um, Asian American Pacific Islander um, history. Um, so we have right here, we're going to start at these three beautiful women right here. We have Catherine Eusebio, and I'm probably pronouncing the names wrong. I apologize profusely. Did we do those first three? We did. We did the, fir we we did did the first, first three. We did the first three. Yes. Yeah. I'm to the second three. <laughs> oh, that is the second three. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So if, if I, if somebody does know how to pronounce a name differently than I do, please let me know. I, I will definitely correct because my whole life, my name's been Farah Halisa. Okay. So there's that. Um, Catherine is a social justice fellow at Asian American Pacific Islanders in philanthropy, where she manages API Dream Summer, a component of national internship program that engages uh partner. Oh, I have to click on it. I forgot. I forgot. It's not the whole thing that engages um, national engages partners in community and philanthropy to support leadership development of immigrant youth. Catherine also serves on the board of directors of United We Dream, the largest network of immigrant youth led organizations. In her words, she strives to, to prove. I'm sorry. 
I don't know why. She strives to promote change that starts with empowering the most impacted people to lead. So um, that's Catherine. Um, at Suko Toko Fish, I'm probably not even pronouncing that correctly. Uh, again, apologies. Uh, she's a first-generation Japanese-American, and she's committed to innovation and social change in the U.S. and Japan, especially in areas of empowering women and promoting understanding between the two cultures. In 2005, she founded the Japanese Women's Leadership Initiative, an executive program that prepares Japanese women to become nonprofit leaders and agents for social change. In the wake of March 2011, uh, the March 2011 disaster in Japan, she created the Japanese Disaster Relief Fund um, in Boston, which raised nearly $1 million and provided 24 grants to 19 organizations. And um, we have Luciana Tuga Hus Hansen, 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 I don't know, probably Hansen. I'm just probably overdoing it. Um, she was born in uh, America, Samoa, and has lived in Anchorage, Alaska since 1985. In 2004, she started the first Samoan language computer school for elders, and in 2005, helped launch the, Poly the Polynesian Associate, I said it right, Association of Alaska, PAOA, to bring the community together through cultural events, history, and arts and crafts programs. As the current president of the PAOA, uh, Lucy helped create uh, Polynesian Culture Flag Day to celebrate the history of uh, culture and arts of the Polynesian Islands. She also serves as vice president of Bridge Builders of Alaska and as president of Anchorage Polynesian Lions Club as well. So that is our history corner. Nice. Um, okay. Um, now to the would you rather, because that's where we're at. And you guys would like to know, would we rather what? <laughs> um, let's see. Let's start with the first one. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? I really wanted to ask him this question. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like uh, my friend that I know him through would want to like know the history of everything they touched, but me, not me. I want I want to talk to animals, but I also feel like I don't know. I I feel like Jay would. I don't know. I don't want to make an assumption, but he seems like he's like I want to. I want to have more knowledge. Right. I definitely, I, I agree with that. Um, I am also of the mind to want to talk to the animals. Um, I don't necessarily oh want to know. I don't want to know necessarily everything about everything. I, I How about this? How about I get to talk to animals and you tell me the history of every object you ever touched? I'll there listen. You go. I'll listen. I'll listen. I just don't want to do it myself. All day. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I want to know. But I also want to talk to animals, and I want to talk to animals more. You want to talk to animals more. Than I want to know what my dog is thinking. He's probably not thinking anything except, bitch, get up and let me outside. That. <laughs> bitch, feed me. Mm. But it's worth it to me to know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think they'd say, I love you, and I miss you, and, you know, because that shit, because I know she's not happy when I'm gone. 
I mean, I feel like, you know, Nugget probably would maybe be a little bit of an I love you dog. Um, Karma would be like, feed me. <laughs> like, like how she sits on the other side of the gate and like makes that noise. She's been sitting here this whole time making that noise at me. Um, yeah. I spaced out. Can you repeat the question? Yeah. Would you rather know the history of everything you touch or would you rather talk to animals? My dog is losing her mind right now. It's not close to time for dinner. So I have no idea what's going on. Uh, I know. Lady's just pouting. She's sitting. She's not making the noises yet. She's just uh, sitting. Oh, my goodness. I My bladder is about to explode, though. Okay. Well, then I will hurry up. <laughs> um, let's see. The next one is, of course, talk to animals. Um, okay. Would you rather be compelled to high five everyone you meet or be compelled to give wedgies to anyone in a green shirt? Again, another question. I made these questions specifically to ask Jay. Can you text? I mean, text him. Maybe he'll get it. Yeah. Like we'll get it. We, and then we can talk about it. Maybe later. I'll, maybe I'll read. Yeah. Maybe I'll send him a text and be like, Hey, here are the would you rathers and our audience wants to know. Or no, uh, post it, yeah, like, and, and he can answer on our, on socials. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Um, I don't want to touch people. I would rather high five them than give, than touch their underwear. Every person, every person I meet. It's only once. But I have to do it to every person I meet. Yeah, but what about the compelled wedgie thing? Like, how many wedgies are you given? How many green shirts are out there? Not You'd probably be surprised. I feel like I feel like unless you're at a green shirt convention. Well, you better not go to a cannabis convention then, because okay, you know there's a right. <laughs> Just be like wedgie, wedgie, wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> Next, next, Kevin with the what the fuck? <laughs> it's silly. <laughs> and then it's also strangers just straight up given green shirt wedgies. Strangers, are they wearing underwear? It's a question. Did they wash their booty hole? I'm not. You don't get choices. Five. You're just That's compelled. It. High fives. <laughs> High five. High five. That's it. No, that question alone. Okay. Uh, I have two more, but um, I don't, I, I, I like them both. Okay. Would you rather be lost in a bad part of town or lost in the forest? Forest. Bad part of town. All day. I'm not getting lost in the forest. You fuck off. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. There are dangerous shit in the forest, and sometimes there are people. There's dangerous stuff everywhere. Just different kinds of danger. I can talk my way out of a lot of shit. I think that if I was in like a bad neighborhood, that I could just like, I could just we could do like we will we will work it out. <laughs> See, I, I trust myself. I guess I trust myself in the forest because I've I've definitely gotten lost behind my house for a minute. Listen, um, and, 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 but I was like, I know where I'm at. So <laughs> that's where murders happen. I say, as I enter the inner cities, 
Doesn't matter. There, you know what? There are some crazy, you know, like stories that don't get talked about up here. Perhaps, in the, in the... <laughs> perhaps it's perhaps it's because of the statistical. Um, you know, I mean, there are bad neighborhoods in you know, like pretty much every big city. Like I don't know. I don't think statistically speaking. I think statistically speaking, more white women die in the forest. <laughs> Get pushed off a mountain by their spouse. By their spouse. But <laughs> I watch a lot of Dayline. I've seen it. A lot of women get killed in the forest. Not a lot of women get killed in bad neighborhoods. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I think maybe I could talk my way out. Maybe I could be like, yo, listen, I think we had a little misunderstanding. I'm leaving. Listen. You don't want me here. I also don't want to be here. I'm so sorry. My GPS. <laughs> Here's my phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> At least if I'm lost in the forest, someone might come try and find me. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what, that's what search and rescue is for. Like, listen, that someone might be a serial murderer. Uh, I saw it on Dateline once. Okay. Listen, last one, because I know you have to go to the bathroom. I know this is four, but I just felt like four was a good number today. Four is a magic number today. Okay. Would you re- Would you rather be able to control lights with your mind or actually be able to throw your voice? Lights. So I would like either of these talents, but yeah, sometimes <laughs> in my house, I hide in plain sight. <laughs> I just stand really still. And then when a person comes around the corner, I go, ah! <laughs> And sometimes I'm like right where I can be seen. Like if you're paying attention, I can be seen there, but you weren't paying attention. And then there I was. Are you like prepared for like karate chops to the throat if that like, or, or like reaction? Okay. Okay. So you have a distance. distance. I keep a distance of like, you know. Take a defense stance. I'm prior military. I'm, listen, I have a, there's only, listen. I keep a distance, right? But also, I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. When I first moved to Colorado, I lived in a loft apartment and had two sets of stairs going up. And I would stand on the little landing. And and I could see, like, and you could see me. But if you weren't looking for me to be standing in this awkward place... I was scared shit out of somebody. So I would always be like, ah. so I would, the, the point of that story is to tell you this, throw my voice. <laughs> Cause you want someone to think that you're over there so that you can be like, ha, when they turned around. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 But controlling lights close second, because I, that's what I'm going to do as a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Just mess with the lights. Just flicker, flicker, flicker. 
especially the dimming lights those are the best that's the bestest fantastic i was fucking with them the other day because i have remote control lights from my phone so i was like fucking. i know i saw you doing that because i was wondering how you change the colors of it and um i was like okay yeah, we got these lights that you could turn them into party lights. <laughs> don't, I'm 46. I don't know what I need party lights for. But hey, that I I have them in my hallway upstairs, not even in the place where we would have a party. Like they're they're in the upstairs living spaces. Um, you guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, give Jay some love underscore the word tree, the number one, the word for underscore. Tree one for genetics. Go check them out. If you're looking for genetics, definitely reach out um, and see and see and see what you what you think. I'm going to tell you, his shit's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. What he grows is beautiful. And the seeds that he that his friends, other growers are growing are beautiful. I'm just saying what I know. Yeah, He's mindful. I mean, and, and so that can only translate into um, right. the, the genetics and the plants he grows. So. That's right. And I know, I know several people in Missouri that are like that. So what I would say is, you know, respect your elders um, and, and go and go check some shit out and, and listen when they got some shit to say, because it could be important. Um, Thanks for hanging out. We're going to be back next Wednesday. We're doing Wednesday shows only for the summer. We're going to see how that goes. It's going pretty good right now. I'm not going to lie because we've been able to like advertise for longer for the show to get you guys hyped. So it's, it's been good. And plus it's helped with us planning this event as well. So we, we don't have to give as much time. I, I, I know y'all miss us, but catch us on our socials. Um, you can follow any of our solo accounts, solo.to slash cannabis closet 420. If you can't remember that, Queen Kitty Seltzer, solo.to slash Queen Kitty Seltzer. If you can't remember that, Can of Queen DGO, that's me, Can of Queen DGO, everywhere I go. Follow me on social media too. You should follow me on social media. I'm having a good time. So you should do that. You should do that. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Everybody, don't forget to be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Put your mask on before assisting others. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm serious about that. Love yourself. Holla, Gracie Basie for that song too. <laughs> uh, cultivate love. Bring it to you. Um, Bring it. You deserve it. You're, you deserve it. You're worthy of it. And you can spread it. And that's part of the being kind to yourself. Love yourself. Believe it. Believe it because it's true. And of course, as always, stay lifted, stay gifted. We will see you on Wednesday. Make sure you like, follow, comment, all that shit on everything that we post. We love you guys. Thanks for hanging in with us. And thanks for your comment section. It's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. We love you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday. Oh, Discord. After she goes to the bathroom, go hang out with us on Discord. Solo.to slash Canvas Closet 420. Find that link. Go ahead. Go find it. Bye.